0: Welcome to Brand New Doctor. My name is Rola Kerajo, doctor-turned-healthcare graphic designer and brand strategist. This is the show where we share big ideas and look for inspiration in all kinds of places to help you grow a fulfilling career in healthcare. Following a path to success is one thing, but carving your own is another. So this is for you if you want to go beyond book smart. Last episode, we talked about this question, am I being selfish for leaving clinical practice? And I discussed how we can actually break this down into two questions. We dealt with the first of these questions last episode, and that was, will I think of myself as selfish? And this really came down to the values that we hold dear to ourselves and we judge ourselves against. So if you haven't listened yet, go back and check it out to hear a thought process to stop judging yourself and figure out what is actually important to you and move forward productively instead of ruminating. So today in this episode, we are going to deal with the second half of this question, which is, will other people think of me as selfish for leaving clinical practice? I have to start by acknowledging the elephant in the room. There are, of course, these cultural expectations around caring professions that will lead us to be asked this question or to ask it of ourselves. I would, of course, argue that these cultural expectations should be challenged because we should all feel free to discover fulfillment without fear of judgment. I think people consider certain jobs as inherently caring. And therefore, if you leave, in their mind, there is a question of whether you are caring or are you being selfish and oftentimes they put this idea forth without questioning their own decisions or recognizing that there are many ways to make a difference in this world or just ultimately that you can do whatever you want and you're the one who has to live with your decisions not them. This aside, there is just so much to break down from the angle of society and the culture within healthcare environments that can lead to kind of blaming or a peer pressure. And I'm planning to have more conversations about this. I'm, I want to open up this conversation with other people to talk about these cultural beliefs about healthcare professions. But I'm going to focus this episode on us as individuals because I believe that we should begin with what we can control, which is our mindset. So we all have to find our own ways of stopping other people's thoughts, whether they're real or imagined, from getting in the way of what we need to do to get to where we need to go. So as we did last episode, I want to share some thoughts, offer some logic, which I think can help you to break out of a loop of worrying about what other people think about your career choices. And again, full disclaimer, I am not a mental health professional. I am not qualified in that way, but I can speak about this because of my personal experience with this question when it has been asked of me or when I've asked myself this question and so I really just want to offer some ideas, some advice, some tips. But if you are really struggling with your mental health at this time, I would recommend that you speak to a mental health professional. Where we begin is by acknowledging two facts. These are things that are a given and we cannot immediately change, if ever. Number one. The thought or feeling that you may want to leave clinical practice is not something that you chose. I talked about this last episode. Regardless of this question, are you being selfish? This thought or feeling exists. You have a decision to make. Are you going to honour this feeling and see where it takes you? Or are you going to ignore it? I have often said that my life would be simpler, perhaps not easier, but simpler if I wanted to stay practicing medicine, but that just wasn't the case. There are a lot of people in this world who would rather have a simpler life than examine their true feelings, because believe me, it is an act of bravery to do this. Number two, we cannot control what other people think. We can barely control what we think or feel. People are always going to have opinions. They're always going to judge. We just don't know the context for that person, what leads them to think or feel in the way that they do. And even if we did, we have to make a decision. Is our main aim to try to avoid judgment or is it to go and live our most fulfilling lives regardless of this? If you're still listening, I'm going to assume that you are deciding to honour the feeling that clinical practice may not be for you, and you are choosing to go in search of what it is that you want, even at the risk of being judged. I know from experience that, even with these decisions being made, that niggling worry or concern does not immediately disappear. And even today, sometimes I hesitate when I tell people what I do when I introduce myself, Because I still get people who say to me, what do you mean medicine wasn't for you? What could be more fulfilling than saving people's lives? The difference is that the fear of judgment doesn't rule me. Sure, in the moment it does not feel good, but it doesn't distract me from what it is that I am trying to achieve. It doesn't make me question my choices in the same way that it used to. And I really want that for you too. I want us all to feel affirmed in our personal choices. So here's the next step. Now we know how we feel and we know that other people are going to judge, we have to make another decision. We have to decide to treat other people's opinions objectively as information. Sometimes it's useful. Sometimes it's not. And since it's just information, we can decide what we want to do with it. Remember that Every day, we get bombarded with information, but we put it through a filtering system. We throw a lot of it out so that we don't get overwhelmed. And you can choose to put people's opinions and thoughts through that same filter. Ask yourself, is this information useful? Is this helpful for me in my journey? If it's not, throw it away. It takes practice to do this, but it gets easier the more you make this conscious mental choice. Actually talk to yourself. Consciously ask yourself these questions. You can practice this whenever you start to worry about what other people are thinking about you. You can practice it after someone has asked you this question or beforehand so that you can brace yourself and you can protect yourself. And you can adapt this way of thinking however works for you. You might say something like, I'm going somewhere better in my career. Will their opinion help me get there? If not, I'm leaving it behind. I'm moving on. There are a few other ways of reasoning that I want to share with you that have really helped me to put things in perspective and stop dwelling on other people's thoughts and opinions. And I think this will help you too. So the way to remember this is time, space and matter. So let's begin with time. We have to ask ourselves, whose opinion will matter in 20 years time? Or better yet, imagine that you are at the end of your life. You left clinical practice and you went in search of that thing that you are truly passionate about, even if you don't know what that is right now. When you look back on your life, do you think that you will be concerned about what other people thought about you or your choices? Of course not. I'm guessing that it will seem pretty inconsequential to you at that point. And I know it sounds dark, but in the face of death, we do get pretty clear on what actually matters to us and it's coming for all of us. I personally find it helpful to remember that I'm not going to live forever because it really puts things into perspective. Thinking in this way reminds us that this discomfort we feel is temporary and worth bearing if it comes part and parcel with stepping out to find what we really want in our lives. So next up is space. We can ask ourselves, Which spaces or communities will encourage my growth? We need to actively curate our influences, especially if we are trying to carve our own path. Because the right mentors, peers and like minds will not just be handed to you in the same way that you get a supervisor at work. You have to seek them out yourself. You have to find the people that will encourage and guide you and empathize with you rather than judge you or make you doubt yourself. While you're figuring out your career, you'll need this to help you hang in there and deal with the discomfort of uncertainty rather than worsen it. You can also ask yourself the reverse. You can ask who is close to you that makes you doubt your actions or makes you feel judged. And it may not just be one person. It could be a group of people, could be colleagues, friends, friends. You need to identify them to avoid triggering interactions. And this is not to say that they are bad people or that you have to cut them out entirely. But perhaps when it comes to your career, you don't discuss details or seek their opinions. It can be helpful to create some boundaries around topics that are important to us. You have to imagine that certain areas of our lives which are important to us are like a high profile party. You can only come inside if you have an invitation. You decide who's on the guest list. And if they're not on there, they just don't get to come inside. Forgive the cheesy example, but my point is that we have to be very, very clear on these things. And what I can tell you from my personal experience is that I started to move forward in my career when I stopped talking about my career with people in spaces that I wanted to leave, i.e. other clinicians in clinical practice, and spent more time talking to people in the kinds of spaces where I wanted to be. And finally, let's talk about matter. The question to ask ourselves is very simple. What really matters to you? It is all coming back to your values. And we talked about this in the last episode. So if you haven't had a chance to hear it yet, go back and listen. The idea is that when we know what our values are, we can be clear on whether our career choices or any choice for that matter is in alignment with them. And when we know that our choices and our values are aligned, we can stop thinking in these binary terms of good or bad because. We focus instead on acting out of integrity with who we are and we can stop judging ourselves. If you're not sure what your values are, again, go back and have a listen to the previous episode because I gave a process and some tips for figuring that out for yourself. Knowing your values not only helps us to stop judging ourselves, it also helps us to deal with other people's judgments or the fear that other people are judging us because we have less doubt about the integrity or the foundations of our decisions. And that, again, gives us perspective and helps us to see the bigger picture. That's it. Time, space, and matter. Remembering these three things can give us the perspective that we need. Please, please, please remember that This question of what other people will think of you will hit you hardest when you're early in your career because in a sense you're still closer to where you're coming from than where you're going. But with time this gets easier because you'll see your ideas and your dreams getting closer to you. They'll be coming out of your head and they'll be playing out in real life and you'll build confidence in your ability to make that happen by making independent choices. Naturally, having some space and distance from people who question you or make you question yourself helps just because you're not eating doubt and judgment for breakfast. And with more clarity on what matters to you, you'll build resilience because you'll see that acting in alignment with your values can create real change in your life, even when other people doubt you. I hope this was helpful to you. I'd love to hear your thoughts on this question: Am I selfish for leaving clinical practice? I want to know how you've dealt with it so get in touch because I want to get your feedback and perhaps even share it on the podcast. As I said before, it is important for us to start with our mindset and what we can do as individuals, but I would love to discuss the wider societal expectations and the culture around clinicians and people in caring professions. So stay tuned for more on this. Thank you for listening to this episode of Brand New Doctor. I hope it inspired you in your personal journey. Check out the notes for a summary of the show with all of the important links. And if you enjoyed this, do me a favor. Subscribe and share this episode with someone else you think could benefit from this message. I'd love to hear from you. So why not leave a rating and review? It really helps other people to discover the podcast too. You can also find me on LinkedIn as RollaCareOjo and on Instagram as RollaCare.so. So that's all for now. But I'll be back soon with another episode of Brand New Doctor.